Greetings from Lumberjack Country. You're tuned in to another episode of Lumber Chats Inside NAU. Ho, ho, ho! From white elephant gift exchanges to secret Santas, tis the season of giving. And spending, too. While you might start off the holiday season with good intentions, it's easy to go overboard and find yourself in the red. This episode, we're helping you avoid that fate with our tips for holiday spending. Let's meet today's guest, Ashley Bindrum. Ashley works as an instructional designer here at ITS at NAU and is also a certified financial counselor. When she's not working, you can find her gardening, reading, or drinking tea. We also have sophomore Carla Betancourt here, a self-proclaimed bad budgeter. We're more than halfway through November, and studies have found that about 31% of people are already stressing over spending by November. We do a lot of it during the holidays. This year, industry experts expect that average American to spend $920 on holiday gifts, up from 885 in 2018. Does that number surprise you at all, Ashley? Honestly, it does. That's way more than I thought it would be. I <laughs> I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but I spend maybe $100 on gifts for people. Um, so simply because there's so much more to Christmas than just gift giving. I think spending time and cooking together and just being with your family is more important to me than giving a physical gift. Yeah, what about you, Carla? The number definitely surprises me just because I am a broke college student at the moment. But um, last year, I felt that I was doing like, I was really well off with money. So I budgeted at like $400 for my family. And I found that that wasn't really enough but hearing her explanation for it just makes me feel like this year I'm in the right to cut that down significantly this year. Yeah and usually it is kind of a struggle to keep that budget right you might have said you know 300 and then suddenly you get invited to all these other things Mm -hmm. where you know you bring a gift a housewarming gift or something like that and so it's a bit of a struggle to keep a regular budget just in college. How do you add a holiday budget on top of that Ashley? I mean there's so many ways to approach this. So what's important about when you're in college and the experience that you're going through in college is that you make sure that you have your fundamental needs covered first and foremost. Your most important thing to do in college is to take care of you because you're going through such an experience in life that um, it's so stressful first off and then you add holidays on top of that and traveling over the holidays and and wanting to give gifts and I think that's so important. It's an important thing and it feels good to give a gift, but I would just give yourself a limit and to stick to that limit because honestly, it's probably been a couple of weeks since you've seen your parents, if not months, and they likely just want to spend time with you and that's probably the best gift that you could give them. And so take the stress of holiday budgeting just out of the equation if it's really that stressful for you and just just bring your presents. I think that's really the best present that you can give. (laughs) Some people feel like it's the time to really go big or go home for their loved ones and is not always super realistic. How do you recommend managing expectations? Carla, do you have a big family? How many people are you planning to get gifts for? I don't have the biggest family, but I do have a lot of friends. So yesterday, actually, I was on the phone with my mom about money and she stressed to me that like, I really don't have to worry about getting the family gifts because all they want is for me to be there for the for winter break. So um, right now I'm kind of just planning on doing like the crafty stuff for like my friends, like with pictures and all of that memory stuff, you know, like putting it together for them. So it's basically just worrying about getting all of my friends gifts that are getting me gifts. I think they know that we're all broke and I think they get that. <laughs> 
I don't think we expect um, a lot from one another. Just, you know, like a little something that means something to us. Mm -hmm. What about you, Ashley? A little different when we're out of college, right? (laughs) Yeah, it is. But honestly, it's kind of the same mentality of I would rather give something meaningful than just here's a sweater, you know? (laughs) Um, So for my coworkers, for example, I'm going to bake them cookies and that's just my gift to them every year. And they see it as meaningful because I spend too many hours to count baking cookies because I truly do love baking. And I think it's fun for me and it's fun to see the reactions when they're eating the cookies and it's an enjoyable experience for them. And so that's really just my plans for this holiday is, is baking. And that's, I mean, fairly affordable. Mm-hmm. doesn't break the bank. And Carla, you're a photographer. Do you feel like you take on a lot more shoots during this time period? I definitely do just because it is that time period when I'm home and a lot of people in Havasu really like to schedule me for like Christmas and family shoots. So it's also a really popular time period for um, senior portraits. So definitely I'm making a lot of money during this like period of the year, but this year I'm trying to lower it significantly just because last year it felt like I was there to spend time with family and I didn't get to do a lot of it last year. Ashley, what other opportunities exist to make a few extra dollars during this time? Oh, there's there's countless opportunities. Um, just walking down the mall that we have in Flagstaff, there's always signs that say, need holiday workers during this time. And, and you could basically walk up to them and say, hi, I need a job. And they say, okay, thank you for being here. Here's your job. Um, just because it is such a busy time of year. But I love that you're a photographer and that's kind of a side gig that you run. And that's super cool. And there's so many different side gigs that you can have. Um, walking dogs or mowing the lawn, maybe not during this time, but there, I mean, cleaning houses, there's countless possibilities. It's just thinking outside of the box a little bit. Online shopping continues to be a big choice for consumers. Of people who shop online, 50% say they end up picking up in-store during the holiday season. What's your shopping style? Are you in-store buyer or online? I would say I'm probably an online buyer because that's where I can get the best deals. But if I do walk in like the dollar section of Target and see like, oh, that's a great gift I can give my mom or my dad or my grandma, then I'll pick it up there. Um, But if it's an online shopping experience, I could just send them directly to them. Don't have to worry about um, the shipping costs and that shipping costs really add up. (laughs) All my family's in California, so I have to ship everything if we're not going and visiting them. So what about you, Carla? I'm definitely both. I think it would just depend on how late I am. Like, um, definitely an in-store buyer if I'm doing some really late Christmas shopping. But online, if I have something that I really want to get for someone and plan ahead. And what are your thoughts on sale chasing? I think sometimes it can feel really overwhelming to try to chase those sales and you end up spending more to try to get the savings. What kind of tips do you have for that? Honestly, you nailed it. It's um, you, you do spend more because you're like, oh, that's a great deal. It's only $100 instead of $300, but you're still spending that extra $100 on something that you may or may not have needed to begin with. So I would definitely focus on, on what are the things that you need right now in this moment and to only purchase those items and just kind of put blinders on for all the extra things, all the extra sales that are happening because that's when it really adds up. Well, and you were mentioning you buy things online because that's where you can find the deals. Mm-hmm. What what kind of deals are you talking about related to holiday shopping? Is it 
like, you know, buy one, get one. Like that's sort of where I feel like you start to lose a lot of your money. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. So any gifts that I buy family members, um, I typically go on to Amazon or, um, there's a couple like unique gift specific sites that I'll find something for like my sister-in-law, um, that I know she'll find really meaningful. Um, if it's like a dainty necklace that has a cute saying on it, that's like perfect for her. And maybe I spend 15 bucks and that's it. And I ship it off to her and I'm done there. Um, but you do have to watch out for all those extra things that really catch your eye. Do you make a list of everybody you want to give something to? And then do you put like prices on it? I do. Yeah. So we definitely budget for, we call it holiday budgeting. Um, and we put a number on that and we stick to that number as best as we can. And so we separate. So my, my husband and I have a budget for ourselves and then we have a budget for all of our family members and we stick to that number as much as possible. And then cash or credit. I've heard strategies involving both. Share your view with us. Oh gosh. I am cash all the way. Um, I actually don't have a credit card. I know. I know. It's crazy. Or a debit card. (laughs) I do have a debit card. Um, just not a credit card. Just that helps me stay on track with budgeting and making sure that I'm keeping my financial goals in mind and not getting caught up in the here and now. And I want something, but I don't need it. And so I'm definitely have my eyes focused on the future. But cash really does help you to make sure you can't when you're when you're down to your last dollar. That's it. That's all you have. But if you're swiping a card, it's a little bit easier to go over that budget, just because. Well, I mean, especially if it's a credit card, then. You have to reach your limit, and before you know it, you owe thousands of dollars, and that's more stressful. And I'm sure your family, your friends don't want you to experience the stress. That's future me's problem. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It's just, it's too much stress for me to handle. And, I mean, let alone anybody else. Yeah, and we've also heard some tips like labeling envelopes with the name of the gift recipient and then putting the appropriate amount of money in each one. So you just go with that little envelope um, and then there's no possible way of going over your maximum because, you know, when you're out, you're out. So I, I definitely see the benefits of cash. I'm curious, Carlo, what you think as probably living in a more digital money world. Oh, I love using Apple Pay and I know that it's not a good thing because... Um, Like she said, I can just use it, like, whenever, and I don't ever limit myself. Like, last night, I found myself using it when I shouldn't be using it, (laughs) just because I really wanted Jimmy John's. (laughs) But, um, Ashley, I actually had a question for you about um, students using credit cards and having credit cards, because my mom really does not want me to have, like, a student credit card, but I kind of want one, just in case I ever need it. (laughs) There's that always just in case that that's... I think why a lot of people have credit cards and I am living proof that you don't need a credit card just in case what you do need in my opinion is an emergency fund and so you typically it's a thousand a thousand dollar emergency fund that you save up and that covers you know any any extra expense that you didn't anticipate coming up um, any like big emergencies like you blow a tire on the freeway or things like that and so you're creating your own sense of security without needing somebody else's credit to do so. Say I do get a credit card. <laughs> um, what are tips for um, like managing how to spend? It's, it's still sticking to that budget um, and being very mindful of when you swipe that card. It's, it's actually, there's science behind this. There's a reason why credit cards do so well. My credit card companies are 
really, really doing well in business. And that's because when you buy something, you hand over your credit card, they hand you back the credit card, and you get to walk out of the store with that item that you just purchased. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you pay with cash, then you're handing over cash, you don't get any cash back, and you just walk out of the store with that thing that you bought. Mm -hmm. And so just be really, really mindful of every dollar that you're spending um, and just stick to your budget. It takes a lot of self-discipline, which is why I use cash because I don't trust myself to use a credit card in those circumstances. For me, because I use credit cards, but mostly as a way to get back at credit card companies, I always give myself a limit of $100 less than what is in my checking account Mm -hmm. so that every time I get paid, I pay it off. So Mm -hmm. I pay my credit card bill twice a month so that I am never, ever going to owe them money and I am racking up points. But that is... It's super disciplined and I have to be, I have to watch and I have to like mentally calculate and it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of exhausting to do it like that. And perhaps I should switch back to cash because then I won't have to do <laughs> yeah. so much thinking, but, but that's, that's like one of the ways that I, um, combat it. And yeah, that's really great mentality to have that way. You're not racking up debt endlessly. There's actually a statistic that says something along the lines of 15 to you, when you swipe a credit card, you spend about 15 to 18% more than you would if you were to pay with cash. Which, over the span of a year, really does add up. But if you play mind games with yourself, which is how I financially budget, I like ha- I, I move my money around and it's all hidden from me even though it's all mine. <laughs> right. So that I can't accidentally... Or like I always pretend I have a zero balance at a certain number. So mm-hmm. like if there's $150 in my checking account, that is zero, zero for me. Mm-hmm. Because I always want to have $150 in my checking. Just I love in that. case. Yeah. Building credit. Mm-hmm. Is that something I should do now or no? <laughs> so this is actually a really interesting question that you're asking me. Personally, I this is I'm totally I get like everybody's going down this one path and it's a saddle norm to build up credit. Um, and I don't. I'm not worried about building up credit just just because I do want to pay everything with cash. I <laughs> so a little bit of my backstory is my husband and I. Um, both went to NAU and we both accrued a lot of student loan debt and we're still paying off that debt today. And so debt really does hold us back with all of the goals that we have for buying a house and you know, all those things that you, you know, we want to do in life. Mm-hmm. And so we're not focused on building credit because that means that we have to take out more debt. Um, we're focused on paying off that debt and never going into debt ever again just because it is, it's hindering our goals that we have for our future. And so I don't know if I'm the right person to ask how you should build credit, but there are ways to, to not have to build credit. You can pay for cash, you can pay for cars in cash, and I would highly recommend doing that. <laughs> I know that's probably not the, the um, answer that you were wanting. No, but I mean, that's just the answer my mother would want. It's <laughs> definitely the answer she would want. I feel like your mom and I would get yeah. along well. <laughs> so looking forward, how can we prepare for the next holiday season? Yeah, so it's a lot easier to buy little gifts here and there instead of lump sum at the end of the year and buy all your gifts then. Or you can even think about um, maybe you're in a thrift store or your mom mentioned like, oh, I really want this one thing. Uh, And you can just like mental note, I'm going to go home and buy that thing for her today so that come December time, it's not a couple hundred dollars worth of gifts that you're buying. You've already bought all your gifts throughout the year. You just have to remember where you put them all. <laughs> it's the only caveat. That's one tip. I like the the label envelope thing. 
because I think it's cute and I think that because it's cute it'd make me like want to follow it you know so um yeah I think just really sticking to a budget is a problem for me and I need to work on that that's really key is Mm -hmm. is creating a budget and there's so many apps that you can pull up on your phone that have and then you know it's always with you you Mm -hmm. don't have to write it down or anything so I'd, I'd recommend there's like every dollar I'm sure there's a million of them um but budgeting on your phone is it's super easy and that's what I do what other tips do you have for like sticking to a budget I mean I feel like a lot of that is mindset but Mm -hmm. as a financial coach I'm sure that's something you get asked often yes yeah so you're, you're right a lot of it is mindset and just being disciplined and keeping your eyes focused on whatever your goal is and so for right now my husband and I our vision in the future and our focus is to pay off debt and be debt free and that's what's really driving us to stick to that budget. We don't want to go over it because that impacts when we're going to pay off debt. Um, and so I would create some sort of, of goal or vision that you have um, to help you stick to budgeting. And that's, that'll just make it a little easier <clears throat> to say no to yourself in the future. Uh, so maybe you want to buy a car or... Vacation. Yeah, vacation. Mm-hmm. Maybe you want to take a, a trip to... Mexico or something over spring break and it's important to to keep that in mind while you're going through the month's budgeting and if you could leave our listeners with one piece of financial advice to bring into the new year what would it be I would say to not focus on on spending too much money because truly you're a student your job right now is to be a student and make sure you take care of yourself and go to classes and get good grades and do all those things um and you probably work on top of that and XYZ. And so just don't worry about having to buy gifts for your friends and family. Um, writing them a meaningful card that's fairly inexpensive. Um, you can you know, walk the aisles of the dollar store and pick up cards there. Um, and just doing little things like that are much more meaningful than buying a sweater that you know, your mom could have bought herself. Because um, you're... Your parents really just do want to spend time with you. Your family wants to spend time with you. Your friends want to spend time with you. That's honestly the best gift that you could give is those experiences and not necessarily a physical gift. Carla, what advice might you have for parents who might be listening? Definitely never underestimate the power of a care package. A nice little note, again, meaningful card in the mail. Like, we all love getting mail, so. Food, and who doesn't like food? Food is always great, too. Our advice? Make a plan for your shopping this holiday season. It will help you organize who and what you plan to shop for and hopefully alleviate some of the stress that comes with this holiday season. Remember, your presence is the present. Until next time, Lumberjacks!